Hello and welcome to the 24th episode of Busy Nation Ando Takko Rok Road. This is uh, Ritika and Abhishek after a very long time. Yes, after a very very long time. Hello everyone. And uh, slowly and steadily you will find Ritika's Dhandu Takko Rok Road. The accent getting much better because uh, Ritika Sahani is now Ritika Shah. So, kaisa lag raha hai aapko after a while? No, I'm still Ritika Sahani. Uh, not changed my name. <laughs> That is one of the reasons why we have been delaying this episode. So it all uh, the take uh, <laughs> to not have time from his job commitments and right. then blame me for everything. Right. I mean, I have to give it to you. Right. When companies are laying off people, here you are. You put your hand up and say, "Let me resign." Ah, yeah. I must be <laughs> the only fool, you know, who has just gone and resigned without having a job in hand. So exciting then times for both of you. Another story. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Talking about layoffs uh, on January 26th when we were celebrating our Republic Day, I think it was some 60,000 employees in the U.S. got laid off, and uh, in India too. I have a friend of mine. I will not take his name now. He works in Pune in an IT company. Now he tells me that he entered his boss's cabin, and uh, his boss's uh, phone was on the speaker mode. So the HR woman from the other end of the phone was telling Rajiv, the boss, that uh, Rajiv, please give me two names. I just need two names. The times are really bad. Just give me two names. And my friend, he just left that room. <laughs> he didn't want to know who the two names were. It's, it's that bad yeah, here in, in India fact, too. It's much worse in the uh, unskilled labor category, mm-hmm. and especially in the export-oriented com- companies like uh, textile industry, leather industry. There has been massive job losses in. Because I mean they are mainly export oriented and export has gone down a lot because of the major crisis. Mm-hmm. I just read a report in I think Economic Times last uh, week. That now you have the actually... time, don't you, to read all yeah, the reports? Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> right. Right. That uh, India is going to surpass China probably in this fourth quarter in terms of the increase in the GDP. because uh, china being an export oriented country has taken a major hit while mm-hmm. india even though export makes a considerable part of gdp still there is a lot of uh, dependency on the domestic growth which is still okay which is not as bad as the other uh, countries well i don't know much about textiles but then there is uh, another friend of mine who is listing down about 30 names daily for him to sack yeah. this is this isn't the it industry so according to me at least the people around me who are working in IT fingers crossed i too am part IT now <laughs> people are leaving and one of the reasons i think is that there is no value addition that uh, the indian does like in IT we do not mm-hmm. have those consulting services like ibm or say an accenture does we are good at cost saving back office operations and uh, these are the things which get Body it first body shoppers yes <laughs> that's a nice way to put it even though we have been trying for years now to move into the consulting mode but now when the companies are trying all the succession has come in right. so it has become increasingly difficult for these companies to first hold on to what they were doing and then move on to the next level true but i know a cousin of mine who uh, works for a travel portal travel industry has been hit a lot and i mean they've already seen that uh, jet airways ka crisis and all that 
who who hella about those job losses at that time mm-hmm. so in fact i think you know that time naresh goel must have thought that if i'll directly cut the salaries of these people then there will be such a big un cry so first let me sack them off and then i'll take them back and cut their salaries so they'll be all be happy okay at least we have our job <laughs> oh, you think he must be that smart shrewd or that stupid maybe one of the two things but yeah now in hindsight all the people who are crying on news must be feeling relieved that at least they have their jobs when people yeah, around them exactly. are losing in fact uh, yeah i was talking about my cousin who works for one of the travel portals the company does something else but it has a travel portal arm so in her department around 100 110 people there are just three people left now she is lucky enough to be one of them because she handles the internal clients they all have been laid off and the travel portal has been closed and uh, in fact she is telling me that she felt worse when the office boys were being sacked so she she said she felt you know worse when he came with that letter in his hand and he said that that, that now i don't have a job because these people they hardly earn some 4 to 5000 in a month mm. and they hardly have any savings and they they are the ones who are biggest hit right and, and that of course leads to a lot of crime uh, these days <laughs> that's true and on what your cousin faced was what they call as a survivors guilt the time magazine carried a very good article about people who see their colleagues and friends being sacked every day and there is a guilt where since they are have to stay for the next day there is a lot of anxiety etc because they not only get yeah. to see their friends but also that the workload has to be done by them and they don't know when they could be in the friend shoes exactly in fact that's the reason why my cousin didn't come for my wedding <laughs> so i was angry with her but then i thought okay it's a job <laughs> because because they cannot even take a single day's leave i mean if they take even one day's leave they don't know whether next day when they go back they'll have the job or not and in fact she was telling me that one of her closest friends and among her colleagues they both were left in the department towards the end and her colleague was given the pink slip so she felt very bad about it but then after a week that colleague came back because she had some big contacts so my cousin is like i am not feeling so good now because she has come back and i think now i am the one who is going to go <laughs> because at the end only one has to remain oh boy it's bad it's really bad and there are companies in india who I mean against the so called indian corporate culture where you are not exactly laid off over a phone call people are doing that especially in the it industry mm-hmm. and there is one research that is being run by one author of a book called the female brain and she says that this recession has hit men more than women because you see unlike women uh, men are more used to uh, being praised at the workplace or when when they talk to their bosses people outside want to know are boss ke sath kya baat hua why did he call you in for etc and now suddenly when they are without a job yeah maybe you could say that but because they spend at least 8 to 12 hours at the office without doing any homework as such like cooking or taking the kids to school i mean some of them do that but then at least that most of the social activities revolves around the workplace so once you're sacked you don't know how to converse with people around you if you're especially if you're a man and that's the reason why barack obama the new president of the united states will now sign a 787 billion dollar fiscal stimulus bill which has been approved as of yesterday by the congress that is feb 13 yeah which is big and the major chunk of this is going to go as tax cuts so people will have to pay less taxes almost 240 billion dollars have been uh, allotted for that he has allotted some 20 billion dollars for renewable energy main reason like you said most of it is being infused in the economy and the reason is 
what the economists say a failure of effective demand basically people are not spending enough money either because they don't have any or because they are being laid off or they have already been laid off so exactly and uh, what the economists fear is that the tax cuts may in fact result into people saving more rather than spending because now that they have suffered such a big jolt right. because they have been spending all their lives now they will tend to save more so it will not be really that effective yes and that's what they call the paradox of thrift which basically means that when all individuals start saving it is good for us as individuals mm-hmm. but the paradox is it's not very good for the economy because if you spend mm-hmm. less that those many employment opportunities are reduced in fact the stimulus package is coming with its own uh, set of rules and uh, i mean the one that has hit the most especially to uh, the bankers is that the package lays down certain rules and according to that the bankers bonuses which they get will be limited to only one third of their compensation and the bankers are actually used to getting compensation in multiples of their uh, salary compensation hmm. so it is going to be a big hit for them yeah and i think he's taken a very strong stance in that regard when he said that the top executives who are earning x million dollars will have to stem that flow and i think the next day we had ceo of city group uh, vikram pandit saying that i will work mm. on 1 dollar salary <laughs> no one asked yeah, him how I mean, much stock options he will have at the end of a year if uh, <laughs> the company does well but then he is entitled to them he has also uh, said that the bonus should comprise only of the stock oh that's good so basically if the company does well only then will you get the money this is of course for the companies which will be getting the government funds but it seems that in the last year the banks have paid almost 18 billion dollars of bonuses despite heavy mm-hmm. loss merrill lynch has paid 700 bankers some more than 1 million dollar of bonuses and this is just before reporting its 15 billion dollar loss so <laughs> if they would have cut down on their bonuses at least some amount of loss would have been cut i mean this package not only i mean it it has got a set of critics from within uh, america and within the corporate sector of us but it has also got a set of critics from the other countries because us which was always a big champion of free trade and etc etc has put this buy american clause in its package which says that the companies that will be funded by loan specially the infrastructural projects which will be funded they should buy only american iron steel and manufactured goods oh the capitalists are result. twisting arms now <laughs> exactly and this is obviously i mean it has got sharp criticism from canada european yeah. union from china and after this uh, i mean after there was sharp criticism they mellowed down and they made some change in that clause so while doing so they should uh, keep in mind the trade agreements that us has with other countries right. but of course it is not clear now it's completely ambiguous as to what they mean true true i mean tomorrow you can't stop an american company buying from an american company uh, they, mm. they could have million or millions of reasons saying that okay i'm buying because it's far more cost effective nobody is going to yeah. ask them exactly quotations dikhao whether canadian mm-hmm. firm did a better job at quoting or was it because of the american government's pressure and in fact big companies like general electric boeing they have you know they have come out and expressed their displeasure because they think that it's obviously going to be you know quid pro quo so if us is doing this then the other companies will also start protecting their industries and it will harm the us companies right we are going back right. to the stone age where man marked this territory 
and would not allow anybody else to come in and would build a hut and then stay there that's it yeah, and in fact the history also teaches us the same thing because it seems the 1930s great depression hmm. the same thing had happened because the uh, countries had started had started to protect their industries that was the reason that it went spiraling down 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 and it took a lot long time for the world to come out of it no that's right it took them at least 14 years to come back where the fed back then did not intervene but you know you'll be surprised the amount of money which is being produced through factories and people and all of it in the us is about 15 trillion value mm. and america needs 15 trillion dollars of production through people and factories for it to keep running and right mm. now it is producing only 14 trillion is what some reports are saying but america is infusing only some 700 billion dollars instead of that 1 trillion mm. you know and that balance they are hoping that uh, it the keynesian multiplier is what uh, it's all about if you're earning 100 rupees you'll be spending say 20 rupees on rent another 10 rupees on grocery and all of that so that landlord moves on and invests 10 rupees in in some activity buys another house etc so your 20 rupees that you pay to the landlord is now being multiplied that's why that uh, deficit of 400 billion dollars so they're only giving that package of how much i think 700 odd billion dollars 700 yeah, yeah there's a basic assumption that the americans will start spending will spend yeah right that's a big assumption which hasn't happened yet hasn't come true yet and all of this will and be tracked on a website called financialstability.gov uh, tim geithner the, the treasury secretary has got a website up which will show all the americans uh, where this money is going now Yeah. I wish we had something like this for India, yeah. <laughs> where they tell us where where does the money go, which they announce in budget. I never come to know that. Right. So long as at least they keep their promises, we don't mind. But that's a big ask. <laughs> that's right. And uh, coming back to India and the companies and the industries that are suffering from recession in India, one of the big ones is uh, Subiksha. Subiksha, which is one of the leading retail chains in India, has closed down all its stores. and is very near to bankruptcy i never liked subiksha i went to the store once to buy bread they said we don't store bread i mean they've got everything else except little things they were slotted between the mom and pop store and the big supermarkets so basically yeah, they were nowhere subiksha it, it was started by uh, mr r subramanyam who's an iim grad and funded very quickly but I think most of it worked in south, but when he started expanding in north, Ekla, hmm. I don't think it could compete with the kind of uh, retail stores you have here. I mean, when I went to Subiksha store for the first time, I said, "Why would I come here?" Because it does not have the comfort of, say, a big bazaar or a Foodland Fest, where it's AC and you have got right. a good assortment of goods and you have got good, nice, decent discounts. Nor is it like the general store where you get everything that what you want. and in fact its main business was uh, mobile phones and pharmacy because it used to give 10% discount on all the pharmaceutical products so that was its main pull people used to go there but right. its grocery etc i mean everybody used to go there used to say that you know i don't think this is going to last very long yep. and that's what happened and one of the like, reasons is that that it did not last very long is they believed in stocking like you said mobile phones where mm-hmm. margins are wafer thin they stock mm-hmm. perishable goods like for vegetables and the ones who are doing well are the ones who store apparels where you have up to 100% profit margins mm-hmm. like the big bazaar mm-hmm. and the likes these guys sold what crocin and uh, bhaji which could not last them long i think they've closed exactly. on all the 1600 shops now 
Yeah, and for the retail chain to go into the second leg, it is very important that they start coming out with their own brands. So Bixha could never reach there, and generally discount chains should not be opened in very good locations because they don't just work there. It took a big hit in that terms also in the terms of the location that it chose. Also, it expanded very rapidly. I mean, it just it had some 13 crores of pre-tax profit last year, and mm. it invested uh, sorry per month, and it invested 50 crores per month, and that too mostly on debt. It was all debt rather than equity. So uh-huh. it, he was not bringing in more partners or raising an IPO or, or uh, you know getting more equity. He used to borrow the money. So his interest burden had risen so much that. His current interest burden is 14.5 crores per month. Oh boy! And now uh, the Reserve Bank of India, which has this something called as a corporate debt restructuring program, where a company, it's mainly a manufacturing concern, can avail of it, where the creators of the company, now for instance Subiksha, which is an exception in the retail industry, mm-hmm. will be availing this service, wherein the 13 banks which have about 750 crore rupees of exposure to subiksha mainly hdfc and icici yes hdfc icici abn amro etc they've all come together and they've said that we will have a moratorium on the interest rates so basically they said we will waive the interest rate for the next 2 years somehow mm-hmm. subramanyam has got that in his favor but the problem is that unlike a manufacturing concern where you at least have a collateral of the plants that you run Hmm. Here he doesn't have any of the shops which are left, so there is no collateral at all. And out of the 4,800 employees, you know, 4,300 are currently on leave without pay, hmm. and quote unquote, it's voluntary. Exactly, and in fact, the salaries were paid to them also after some three four months, and that too when Azim Premji, who is the CEO of Wipro, he has a 10 percent stake in Subiksha. So he lent 40 crores oh. in December to Subiksha, and that's how they paid these workers their salaries, and they paid the interest due to the banks. And he, it seems, he has a major. Uh, he he is playing a major role in the revival of Subiksha. So he is also in touch with uh, all the banks, so that this. Uh, debt restructuring uh, will work out, mm. and they have also asked for halving their uh, interest rates to six percent. But at least you know what amid all these bad news, this man has played it right. I mean, unlike a Satyam mm. for whom I would have no sympathy, this man exactly. at least has 